0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Frog Flags. This is Michelle Carter.
1: This is Andrew Van Houston. And Richard Edgman.
0: And we're so happy to have you with us. Andrew, do you want to start us off with some tales from the trade?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to uh, talk to you guys today a little bit about um, Marvel. I think there's been a lot of buzz with Marvel, starting with the Captain Marvel trailer, which dropped earlier this week. And especially, I'm interested to see where it's going to go, and this is where I want to hear your thoughts is with the new Disney streaming service that's expected to be a big competition for Netflix, Uh, they plan on possibly doing a spinoff on Loki and Scarlet Witch. And I don't know what you guys think, but this will be very interesting for having two characters that have been on the big screen and transition to TV. I think it'll be interesting to see how it goes. What do y'all think?
2: I think Disney has been kind of flirting with this idea of their own subscription service. You have like their cartoon and more children's shows kind of being directed that way more. And they, you know, you have they own ABC and CBS is having their own kind of streaming service. So I think that's the model for more just businesses of how to distribute your your shows. But I also think that you have two good characters, right? You have Loki and um, was it was it Black Widow or Scarlet, Scarlet Witch? Witch? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Right. Both of those were actual, we have actual movie actors. They can mm-hmm. hold presence on the screen. So I think that's a nice draw to get you on those site. Because I mean, you're not going to watch a Hawkeye show. I mean, <laughs> no. I love Jeremy Renner, but he just can't <laughs> carry it. But yeah. I think those two have potential. Mm-hmm.
1: And I know Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Hiddleston are expected to take those roles, too. I would
2: assume, yeah. yeah you I mean, couldn't have someone else filling in for Loki. I mean, no. he's like a, a central piece of the Marvel oh, Universe. Oh, yeah, and
0: he's so much fun. And then just Tom Hiddleston as a presence himself is just it would i would watch it for sure maybe i don't know i've i liked how they developed the scarlet witch character more with vision in the last avengers but she and her story i don't i wasn't i'm not entirely convinced about her but i think if but disney does have the potential to make something really cool so i would be looking forward to it for sure
2: I'm also assuming it's probably a prequel.
0: Is, I, mean, yeah. I don't
1: think so both You're, of them could I mean, very well be a, a prequel. I just the thing I was talking about earlier is though would you, would like going on from a big screen to TV. It's a different way that the characters have to act. You have a lot of room for character development which it could be a good thing because when you have a movie like Avengers Infinity War and you have all these characters, there's very little room for development. But don't get me wrong. I think Avengers did a really good job with character development mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. But this will allow them to expand for even more development. I don't know how much prepared they are for that.
2: I think, But I think they'll be okay. You have some of the other Marvel shows, like Jessica Jones was one of the more successful Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think that was because you had a kind of a better, better writing, more developed characters than compared to like Iron Fist or Luke Cage. And I think in Loki and Scarlet Witch, you have interesting characters, right? They have internal challenges and external ones. And I think that can work in a kind of episodic story rather than just a movie. It's watching them kind of grow, watching them how they, especially Loki, right, who is kind of always changing, getting the ability to look at him through a season, Mm -hmm. watching his master plan play out Mm -hmm. is a really nice perspective rather than just this kind of trickster foil in the Thor movies.
1: Yeah for sure. Um what do you guys think of the Captain Marvel trailer though? Have you guys taken the time to watch it yet?
2: Yeah, I have, I, I have the, to. The the young Samuel L. Jackson, it's a little too remind of Ant-Man. Okay. Like mm. uh, but I mean Brie Larson looks really good. I mean she's always in like she was great in Kong, she can do like the room. She yeah. she's a really she has good actress. real talent and I'm, I'm excited to just see her in like big screen cuz Oh yeah.
0: yeah. and doing something completely different. We've seen her range And so the, and then just the trailer looked really cool just as front, like this whole like nineties vibe and, and, and then even her, you know, her uniform costume Mm -hmm. outfit, even all that, like, all, just all the effects look really cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that yeah. a lot.
1: I have a friend. I can't take credit for this myself, but I think it's funny. But my friend was like, Of course, they're going to drop a blockbuster within the first, like, 10 seconds <laughs> of the trailer. True. Just yeah. to show, like, okay, this is a 90s movie. Mm-hmm. Just, like, immediately get into throwback. the scene. And <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Richard, do you yeah. have anything
2: you want to share? Kind of going in the same strain as Disney. We're talking about the new Star Wars and kind of what's in the future for their cinematic universe. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger just came out and said that he's probably going to slow down the rate of Star Wars movies coming out after this current trilogy. I mean, especially after the Solo movie and Rogue One that didn't do as well as expected kind of by a bit. And even The Last Jedi, I mean, it made like $650 million, but mm-hmm. it was projected to make 900 okay. almost, mm-hmm. you know, a billion dollars. So... I think they're going to scale them back. They still have, you know, J.J. Abrams is directing and producing the ninth one. Rain Johnson is still established as he's going to make another movie, but I don't know how far that's going to go, especially because of, you know, The Last Jedi problems. Right. But I'm asking, how do y'all feel? Have y'all seen the new movies? Kind of, what do you think of this new era of Star Wars? You getting tired of it? Maybe just it's getting kind of old, not new stories. Like, what what are y'all's perspectives?
0: I didn't realize that this new era of star wars movies were going to be trilogies and so i did see the force awakens thinking that it was going to be a standalone we're bringing star wars back just for a one last time and i liked it that way um and i then i watched rogue one didn't enjoy it as much and so then i stopped and and i know that's not the point i mean i know that uh, I really wanted to see Last Jedi until I heard all the reviews, and then I, I also considered watching Solo until I read all the reviews and heard just, you know, just general commentary of, eh, it's not that good. I don't think that many more Star Wars movies are necessary. I don't know how much character development you can do or introduce new things um, to this whole universe. Um, But so I do appreciate them slowing down a little bit. I feel like there's been like an overdose of Star Wars in the past two to three years. Um, I don't know, Andrew, what do you think?
1: It's all about capitalism. That's literally, they just keep on milking the franchise and it's so annoying. I appreciate that they're trying to reboot it because I know people want that kind of thing. They want to see more Star Wars, but at this point it's just getting old and repetitive and I've, I've seen them. I've seen Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rogue One, Solo. And I just feel like they're going a little downhill. And I'm not really looking forward to, like, like it just doesn't make me excited for it anymore. It makes me miss the old school Star Wars. And I know that the Game of Thrones creators are planning on doing another trilogy. That's right. And part of me is like, yes, Game of Thrones can, can convince me to uh, maybe see those creators. But... I'm just at the same time, I just don't really see why they keep making
2: Star Wars. I think they really need yeah, to stop. What,
0: what, n- what new things could they possibly do, you know? Like, it's it's all the same as you were saying. Well, I find
2: that super interesting, because one of the things that Iger was talking about is they want Star Wars movies, just not these. They need to create different ones and expand the universe, mm-hmm. which is almost kind of exactly the opposite of what you two were saying, which is like, we want old star wars and or we've seen the same thing yeah. and now i just want to go back to the old ones but i mean is there is there a story like you saw solo yes and did that was supposed to be like a heist movie and it, you know it's supposed That's to be a funny. little different but did it, it was, was it just, just boring or it was
1: it was just boring i didn't feel connected with the characters maybe it's because i still have that old school vibe in my head but I will say, I actually did appreciate Rogue One, because it was a brand new set of characters. You didn't really have... You had Darth Vader a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but in the Solo, you had Han Solo, you had... Oh my God, I can't even think of his name. Lando. Lando, yes. And you had you had those characters again, and you're seeing them again, played by different actors, and it just felt different. But then with Rogue One, it was a whole fresh start, which I think would be interesting if the Star Wars franchise maybe did expand, but like... All new characters like we keep we don't need to see luke and leia again their mm-hmm. story's over let a new chapter begin but keep it a hundred percent fresh don't keep trying to tie in all of these old elements to it
2: well, let me ask you about the last jedi then okay right because the last jedi was kind of it was a little different it kind mm-hmm. of spin took what you thought was going to happen in the force awakens and turned it on its head and, yeah i know some fans didn't like it but did you like that more compared to the other two, Solo and Rogue One? No, no, no.
1: I just okay. I I well, okay, I liked it better than Solo. Um I didn't re- I I didn't think it was great. I just I think at that point I was just kind of getting sick of it, just you know. That fatigue. I just, yeah, it was just I I'm going to pay to see it because that's <laughs> what they're good at. They have a good marketing strategy. They get you hooked, they get you hyped. But at this point I'm just like the writing's not great, the acting could be better. I think we just have such high expectations for ourselves, and then when we go see this movie, we're just like, "eh, it's okay." Um, there are things I can appreciate with any movie. Uh, I love the score in all the Star Wars, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm just watching these movies, and they're, they're just getting old. And it makes me, and like I know we were talking about, there are so many fresh faces in these movies. So like, I don't know why I feel this way, but at the same time, you just take a movie like Star Wars and. Any other movie that keeps on rebooting itself and you're just like you want fresh things that's why I, maybe it's just i'm getting older and i'm just learning to appreciate a variety of films at this point i'm like okay star wars it can go on the back burner
2: i'm also curious because the solo and um the rogue one both had had directors come in and do reshoots and there was kind of production problems mm-hmm. so i wonder if maybe they kind of stick down to like the two game of thrones producers maybe mm-hmm. if they have their they control the whole trilogy Maybe they can get that depth that it seems like y'all two are missing out of these kind of they're just out in December. You go see them because it's popular. The marketing sells you. But once you've seen it, it kind of leaves your mind, you know, a couple days later.
0: Yeah, I think that might be a better strategy moving forward, especially considering that um, isn't there going to be a Boba Fett trilogy? Well,
2: it it sounds like that may be kind of pushed back. I know they had kind of found some talent. They wanted to start to lead it. But it would suggest that Iger's kind of saying that's the stuff I want to stop. Perfect. Because it, it really hadn't entered production yet; it was just kind of talked about getting people attached to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it wouldn't be surprised if we still see it in like 2021. Right. Some, yeah, yeah. You know, because it is Boba Fett, and that's one of their <laughs> biggest attractions.
0: <laughs> True.
1: What do you think about the Star Wars, Richard? Do you? I'm
2: kind of with y'all. A little uh, the same thing. I'm getting that was the fatigue. Uh, I like The Force Awakens. I thought. Kind of reminded me of what the Star Wars, you know, trilogy was, especially coming after the prequels. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. the kind of that same wonderment of magic, you know, movie action fantasy. But then, you get, like I also saw Rogue One, I kind of the ending kind of soured it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you care, but then they're kind of told you shouldn't care. Right, <laughs> but we know how it's supposed to end. You know. We have to get to the. We have to get to you know a new hope. Yeah, we have to. It had to lead up there. Um, I was, I the Last Jedi is complicated for me. The Finn storyline, I really wasn't interested with Benicio del Toro. Yeah, I could kind of, I could lose that. I'd rather spend the whole time with Luke, and then you know add in Rey and that whole story. That part's cool, but these kind of newer characters, I don't feel like they knew what to do with them. Really, mm. they had the Star Wars part, but not the kind of uh, the, this new blood. I don't, I don't know if yeah. they had a, a good yeah. handle on it. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a spoiler real quick. So. Uh, just skip a few seconds if so but with Star Wars what really frustrated me is you had these good characters like Snoke and uh, Gwendolyn Christie's character don't uh, get me started on Captain Snoke. Pasma and <laughs> just literally take them out right away and I'm just that and, frustrates me because it's like you had so much room to develop these characters and I'm not a big Kylo Ren fan so mm-hmm. I just don't know that really frustrates me going, about Last Shadow
2: going back to that I really think that like Abrams taking a break for the 8th movie having Ryan come in do it. Yeah. I think he didn't have the ability to set up a, a longer story arc. So he really whatever didn't. he had to do had to be contained in one movie. Right. And so you you have this disjointed kind of flow. And I think that was the great the best part of the trilogies. Even in the prequels, you have this slow progression of you can say each one of these movies is part of this overarching story. Oh
0: absolutely. And yeah.
2: these are more just like thrown together and it's kind of weird because even in, like, the Captain America movies, those have a – that's a trilogy, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they flow together. You have the Winter Soldier and Bucky kind of keeping a through line all through it. Yeah. And I'm just surprised they can't handle it on the, the Star Wars side. Mm-hmm.
1: It might have had a lot to do with the death of Carrie Fisher because I think that kind of just messed up a lot of the things they were going for. I know she completed her filming yeah. for mm-hmm. Last Jedi, but I I feel like they might have wanted to set her up for something more in the future? I don't, I don't know. We'll never know. Yeah,
2: I'm just confused because, keeping with spoilers, I mean, you have the death of Luke, and yeah. then you have the real-life death of Carrie Fisher. I don't know. It's just like, how do you salvage it? Where, where do you go from here? You, can't really right? Right. you have this weird, you know, you've killed the Emperor essentially in this new trilogy, and now Kylo and Rey are friends, but not friends, <laughs> and now they're against each other, and we have to go back and fight each other because yeah. the evil space laser is going to destroy the galaxy. I <laughs> mean...
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I think we should uh, moving on. Moving (laughs) on. Maybe another space topic, Michelle. You want to take it away?
0: So I'm so excited to tell you guys about the fact that Space Jam 2 has finally been confirmed. (laughs) Woohoo! It's gonna be LeBron James as the main basketball player guy with along with the Looney Tunes, of course. And this one is gonna be produced by Ryan Coogler, uh, director of Black Panther. And it's going to be directed by Terrence Nance, who created HBO's Random, Act, Random Acts of Flyness. Um, and I'm really excited about this one. Little personal story. I was doing the math the other day, and Space Jam is the first movie that I ever saw in the theater. So it holds oh. a little place in my That's heart. Awesome. I was four years old. I remember perfectly. Um, did, and you so- see the,
2: did you see the R. Kelly music video before it went on?
0: I believe I can fly. Well, see, I don't remember as much, but I just oh. remember being in the theater mm-hmm. and watching the Looney Tunes play basketball, and I knew perfectly well who Michael Jordan was. And I kept calling Charles Barkley Charles Broccoli after that because <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Um, but I'm just really excited about this one. What do you guys think?
1: Um, bringing on
0: LeBron James. Oh, sorry. Just LeBron. This is going to be LeBron's first. Feature performance since Trainwreck.
1: I was just gonna bring up Trainwreck yeah. because I I haven't seen Space Jam. I'm sorry. It's to, on Amazon I,
0: Prime, yeah. Okay,
1: maybe. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. But I was just gonna bring up that I've seen LeBron James out before in Trainwreck, mm-hmm. and I that was interesting. So I'm very excited to see LeBron James get back on the big screen. But at the same time, who who knows what LeBron? James, LeBron James is probably just gonna do LeBron James things. I'm yeah. not expecting like a. Oscar-worthy performance oh, by no. LeBron, but I don't you think don't I don't that. think anyone like literally no one is expecting that with, yeah. the, with the Space project. Jam
2: nominated Space for Jam. best picture. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: title right there, um, but I mean maybe oh since you said it's on Amazon Prime, that's a really good outlet. Maybe I'll just get into it, see yeah. where it goes, and all that. What about you? I'm Richard? just
2: curious where the plot's gonna go because in the first Space Jam, you know. Michael's a little older. He's on the baseball team, yep, and yep. it's kind of he's coming back mm-hmm. to basketball. He has
0: to save the day. Yeah, really.
2: I, I'm just curious where LeBron's going to take it. It sounds like it's more, like, cooler or more of, like, a modern audience where this is, like, a culture and it's very accepted. Yeah. Maybe the Looney Tunes are the old ones. Maybe. To, and they have to bring in a young
0: blood. Yeah. Um, that, and that would make sense. I mean, yeah. Um, The Hollywood Reporter uh, put out an article a couple days ago about how LeBron signed up. I mean, he's been trying to get this project going for the past at least five years. And so he, um, when they announced it, there was a statement that uh, LeBron made where he was just really excited over Ryan Coogler's vision. And so Kugler's going to be, like, super in charge of story apparently and mm-hmm. making it go somewhere and making it fun for everybody. Um and it's cute cuz the picture that they put out with the announcement it was a, it was an animated version of a locker room. There was jerseys with everybody's oh, yes. last name and then B Bunny number 1. <laughs> so cute. That's funny. Um but yeah, I'm just really excited. I think it's going to be a good light fun sports Looney Tunes classic type mix.
1: We need those.
2: We really, we we really do need those movies.
0: Something light, something for the family, something that you just—and it's going to be fun because it's an adult movie. We've—I mean, people our age have hopefully seen Space Jam by now. (laughs) We're the audience. Yeah. Yeah, and so and then and back then it was also—I mean, it's a movie for parents because there's Michael Jordan, and so now there's a little bit for everybody here. So I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna work out. I, um, they're gonna start filming in uh, 2019 during the NBA off season, So I'm excited oh. to see where it goes. Okay. So we
2: probably have other stars like in the first one coming. Yes, back. Yeah. yes. Hopefully. I'd love to know if it's the aliens or who's the villain who they're playing against. I know.
0: Right. It would be so much fun, though. I'm, I'm really excited. So
2: that's awesome. We'll see yeah.
0: where it goes. Yeah.
1: Cool. All right. Should we move on to some buzz? Sure. Do you guys have right. any? Yeah thing
2: you want to talk about? Go for it, Richard. All right. So there's two movies coming out this weekend that I'm I'm excited for. The first one is Assassination Nation. I'm a big fan of the Purge movies. The trailer has this nice, just kind of quick cutting, very colorful, interesting kind of visuals. Um, They've been kind of tight on the plot. It seems to be like a a town in Salem. um, In Salem, there is a group of girls who kind of go to a party and then news gets out. And then eventually the whole town kind of starts to go insane. Uh, and kind of the the idea of peer pressure and more what is an actual high school like taken to the nth degree.
0: Um,
2: mm-hmm. I just think it looks like a fun movie. I'll re- report back next okay. week and All see right. how y'all if right. I liked it. Um, also coming out this weekend is the new Michael Moore documentary Fahrenheit 119. Okay. Uh, and looks from the trailer, it looks like another Michael Moore film. He kind of has the same pattern every regardless of topic. The trailers kind of cut the same way. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. you know. But. Um, This one's focusing more on kind of Trump and, you know, things you would expect him to be dealing with in the current climate. Um, I'm just interested because whatever he comes out with something, usually it starts political debate. I'd like to know if he continues it with this film. Yeah. I mean, it looks okay. It never... It's the same. It's a Michael Moore film. Never know.
0: Sure. And his stuff is usually pretty interesting. I mean, the last one I saw of his was um, Where to Invade Next. And that Mm. one was really interesting, just taking in different perspectives of how they run countries outside of America and just Mm -hmm. showcasing different things that Americans could take note of, which probably won't happen. But it's okay. It was a really good documentary, and it's really informative, so hopefully Mm -hmm. it'll be the same.
2: So what about you, Michelle?
0: I want to report back on the first. Oh, it's yes. Hulu's new original with Sean Penn, and I had previously stated that the first 10 minutes of the show were just Sean Penn kind of shirtless brooding the whole time. At least he only broods shirtless for those 10 minutes, but actually, spoiler alert, it's, it's not worth it. I watched the whole show expecting something to happen, and nothing happened. And I cannot believe that they would make a whole show about space where no one goes to space.
2: I just didn't have the budget. They just I, I spent it all on not. Sean Penn.
0: I mean, <laughs> they literally did. And they there was only spaceship action season finale. So I'm here like, I just wasted eight hours of my life for you all not to go to space ever. So I'm not expecting a season two. I I don't, I wouldn't. Yeah, get just, my, by, no. that just was, by the sound
2: of it. Ugh. That was an Amazon original?
0: It's Hulu original. Hulu
2: original. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. okay. Um, this weekend I also watched an Amazon original called Forever with Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. It's their new comedy. It's, I think, eight episodes, half an hour long. It's not laugh out loud hysterical, but the story is very quirky in the way they are. You would have to watch it because I don't want to spoil anything. A lot, a lot happens very early on, but it's about them. There have been a couple for um, probably like 15 years. They've been married and then something happens that changes the, the tone of everything in their life. And it's really funny. It's really, it, I mean, it's a fast, light show that you can finish real, real, real quick, but it's interesting. I, I kept reading really good reviews about it, and I was really expecting, I think maybe a little bit more than what I saw. But the plot and its twists are so precise and so good that at the end of watching it, I was like, huh, this is a lot better than I thought. Yeah.
2: So it's worth it. Was it like Arrested Development type of thing where it's it's like it's clever, but you're not really out. It's like almost cringe comedy, but it's hysterical as it goes on. No,
0: not so much. This was a lot of inner reflective because of just the things that happen okay but it's not no not at all laugh out loud and it's not cringeworthy either so it's
2: not portlandia no yeah. no no, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> um but it's 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 really well done it looks beautiful like very aesthetically pleasing um so it's worth it i mean i would i would definitely give it you know a, a really good review um but that was that was a fun thing a new fun show to watch this weekend, so.
1: Yeah. Um I guess if you're looking for something to watch on HBO Go, I watched Being John Malkovich. Oh, hey. oh, that's a great movie. It's a great oh, movie. I'd recommend it. Uh, it has to do with John Cusack's character mm-hmm. who, like, ends up accidentally discovering a portal and <laughs> ends up in the head of John Malkovich for right. 15 minutes before being dumped on the, the turnpike. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, so if you're just looking for anything to watch, really interesting characters, uh, Cameron Diaz actually does a really good job uh, I was surprised, and I would give it a recommendation if you're looking for something like that. Yeah. 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 All right. So to close off today, I have a fun activity game for the three of us. Okay. Um, mainly for Richard and Michelle, but I'll play along too. So I have about seven words, or seven names of things, and I just want you to say the first thing you think of when you hear that hear the word. Uh-oh. Okay. Ready?
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Yep. Best picture.
0: The Artist,
2: uh, shape of water.
1: Okay, I would think of spotlight. Um, overrated
0: Ooh. how we honestly feel about things, or how, like the first thing that jumps into like, our
1: what's head? the first thing, like film-wise?
2: The, the artist, <laughs> 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 love it, love
0: it. <laughs> um the The greatest showman. I
1: was going to say yeah. the greatest showman too. Yeah. I watched it last week. I think and it just, no. no. I I mean I'm I'm not saying don't give it a chance. I just thought it was a little too overrated. Yeah. So um, good good music though. Good music. Okay, Matthew McConaughey.
0: True Detective.
2: All right! All right! All right!
1: Okay. All right! All right, all right. Uh, I think of the one time I fell asleep when watching Magic Mike. So
0: um,
1: that explains how I like that movie. Okay. Auteur. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson.
0: I don't want to be wrong, but I can't. I can't not think of Darren Aronofsky.
2: That's a good pick. Okay. That's okay. A really... If you wanted to do Wes Anderson, I could also say um, the guy who did The Master. Um,
0: Oh, 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 um, Paul Thomas Anderson?
2: Yes, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, I think right. he has a nice visual style throughout his movies.
0: Oh, I love yeah. his style.
1: Yeah. Like, going with I Darren, Going with Darren. Star. I think, for me, he's just so outside the box. When you just see a yeah. movie, you're like, the psychological, yeah. you know, so you're like, okay, that just makes you an entourage, right he's there. He's
0: like, he represents those inner things so well yeah. that I'm just so, so, like, overwhelmed by his films about how, like... Just how good they are visually—they capture everything.
2: The editing in his films are like, are the key. Yes, like the ability to like jumpstart the things in your brain everything mm-hmm.
1: just goes quick and your mind just doesn't you're, know where to go yeah.
2: part of your brain gets it but your conscious brain doesn't yeah, fully understand and exactly. you're, you're always in that you're keeping up with yourself yeah, yeah. absolutely
1: and definitely Wes Anderson for an tour yeah. I think that's kind of an obvious answer you just know you just see <laughs> the color the the frame of a shot and you're like
2: I know what that movie Wes
1: is Anderson. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you bang, know exactly bango. what you're Bingo. Okay.
0: Can I just give a shout out to the Coen brothers as well?
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. I think we could go. On, we could do <laughs> so long on this
1: uh-huh. tour. all sure. on tour. The all autour, tour.
0: That's next week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll just talk about our tours for mm-hmm. y'all to enjoy. Okay. Next word. Disney.
0: The Lion King. Okay,
1: great movie.
0: Love, love The Lion
1: Marvel? King. Marvel? Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a good mm-hmm. answer. I think, especially since we were talking about it earlier, and just the fact that Marvel is now having a huge impact on... I
2: I think it's their leading, like, branch so far. Yeah. I mean, their animation's still solid, but just they're not putting out multiple (laughs) animated movies a year. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs)
1: no. Um, I was thinking of Wreck-It Ralph 2 when I just said out loud, because I know that movie's coming out, and it's going to be interesting. I know... I don't know really what to expect with Wreck-It Ralph 2. I never finished the first one. Long story, I'm not going to talk about it for the podcast, but... I'm curious to see where it goes. It looked like an interesting concept going mm-hmm. into the internet all that.
0: And it has all the Disney princesses, like...
1: The one scene modern, where, like, Cinderella yeah. breaks her shoe and she, like, threatens it to the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Okay. Meryl Streep.
0: The
2: post. Oscar winner. Mm. Yeah, I was just gonna say,
1: <laughs> legend Oscar nomination. Yeah. She gets so many. Good for her. What would we do without Meryl Streep That's in true. our lives? Yeah. She does a great job. Just shout out to her. Um, hey, Meryl. Okay, and last word, another actor, Tom Hardy.
0: Love him. <laughs> Venom.
1: Ve- Venom. I was thinking Venom, too. I'm going
0: to think
2: of one of his early roles, Shinzon, in the Star Trek okay. The Next Generation movie nemesis. Oh, my
0: goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that's was,
2: for my nerds out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it. I was also thinking Dunkirk. Dunkirk, That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a good one.
0: I, have you noticed how... Um, I saw this online somewhere. It was like a meme page, but like lately, they've only shown they're only choosing Tom Hardy, and they're covering his face a lot. In Dunkirk, you can only see his eyes. Yeah. In Venom, he has this whole thing going on with that.
2: Bane, you that have his Bane whole voice oh, yes. and that whole oh, voice thing. Yeah. We need to see more Tom Hardy's face. I mean, kind of even in um the the Revenant. I mean, he has that oh, uh, oh, like God, beard yes. and that hat, and yeah. they put giant scars on him. Tom
1: Hardy just doesn't They're, want his face. To maybe be
2: the show. casting people are just—he's too attractive. Too distracting for that's all right. the pms. We gotta make, so him look, look, make him look different. We don't
0: want only women to see this.
2: <laughs> 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 exactly. Um, yeah, that's all I had. That was a fun game for y'all. That was. That uh, was
0: fun. Yeah. If
2: you have anything for like those topics, you know, send it in the comments. See what y'all think.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Follow us on social media at Uh Thank you to our loyal 12
1: followers we have right now but let's get some more out there let's go Um, and thank you very much you guys have any closing thoughts
0: yeah check out 360 TCU 360 for more reviews on films we've got several coming in this past week and we're excited to share what we're going to be watching this week with Mm y'all
2: and just thank you for listening yes thank you have a good week
0: see ya